was something to rant about. Hello. Welcome Hello. back to an episode of the pod. Uh, you've joined us in the guest room of our estate, uh, where the evening is about to commence. It's around 6pm. We've just had a glass of sherry, and it's time to get merry. So, oh, oh, Giles, 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 could you bring the, uh, bring the, uh, uh, the Rolls Royce around the corner? Is that okay? Because I've not got too much longer because this sherry is making my tummy funny. <laughs> Excuse me, Master Nathan, but I can't drive anymore. I don't, I'm visually impaired. Could Giles, you... why do you sound like Alfred Pennyworth from Batman? Because I have an unoriginal. Uh, I can't speak anymore because I have an unoriginal set of characters and I only have one and it's this one. <laughs> you want your Rolls Royce around here? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. Let me get Rodney. <laughs> Let me! <laughs> Hello, my name's Rodney. I'll bring you Rolls Royce around, call that. No, it's not. Nice. <laughs> so it sounds like this. I can drive your Rolls Royce, but I could crush it. Do you understand? Blind me? Yorkshireman doing a. Uh... I'm not blind! I just can't drive! <laughs> Uh, anyway, guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It's uh, it's your boys. It's your boys. Uh, it's your, your boys. B- the general rant. Ooh, <laughs> excuse me. I'll have to beep that out. I feel that was that burp was so disgusting. It needs to be beeped. Um, that was horrible. We are back with an episode. We're sorry they've been so flippant. Flippin'. It seems bad because we do live together. It seems yes. like we should be really, we would be able to do a podcast a day. But, but we have been very busy though. Like we had it's a very been a party-ish really weekend. Bit, well, I was also terminally ill yeah. last week yeah, for a bit. Yeah, Callum thought he was... Uh, so it wasn't really terminally. It was yeah. unterminal. But it, I was very ill. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. We're back now. I'm Callum. I'm I'm Nathan. In case you just stumbled yeah. across it, and I, I can't imagine anybody Unless who's our new would have gotten forget. through that, <laughs> that, that, that bit. beginning bit and thought, fucking hell, this is great. <laughs> yeah, so we've already lost half the subscribers. In fact, if anything, I don't even know how many subscribers we have on uh, we've got, Spotify, it doesn't tell me. Uh, on YouTube, I, I mean, we had, we had, do we had, we had 30, I think, on YouTube, I think it was, which was pretty mental, do you know what I mean? That's the size of a classroom. Dare That's say, a classroom I believe it was actually closer to 40. 40 people who sometimes listen to our voice yeah that's nice it's nice to know you're out there yeah we had, uh, I'm going to take them all down from YouTube though just to oh, like, I thought we already had no I'm going to do uh, it properly I've been we've been busy yeah we've been we've really busy yeah <laughs> so um, basically going to do a little bit of a, a topic this week but it's kind of linked on two things real life two well two things that um, me and Nathan have been watching a lot in the past week Okay, now one of them is Mind Hunters. Great show, great Crackin', show. Cracker lacking. It's amazing. Uh, if you if you haven't watched it, it's basically about this um, this team in the CIA who are looking at the psychological behaviour of serial killers mm. at a time when it was genuinely considered the best thing to do with a serial killer was to electrocute mm. them and kill them. Yeah. Or you know, some people would still say that's. A good thing to do yeah. for some of the crimes they can very but very silence of the lambsy in that sense of like going into the serial killer's mind but apart from the scarier thing about it is it's not based on a book it's based on real people which is where the kind of the creep 
creepiness comes from. It is based on a book, though. A real-life book, though. On yeah, real but things, on yeah. real things, yeah. Whereas, but, uh, uh, yeah, obviously the science and fiction, yeah. But this is very interesting. The serial killers they interview, like they, they do like Dharma um, in there. They do Charles Manson, and mm. although he's not a serial killer, obviously, like, everyone... He's a bit like Charles Bronson in this country, which is that he'd never actually killed anybody, but he's, like, seen as this, like, criminal mastermind thing, you know? He, yeah, I think... Like, Charles Bronson just threatened a... Po- <laughs> he just threatened a post office with a <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did And caused that. numerous riots in prison, but there's still, like, a huge interest in him, mm. even though he's not a killer. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it the... Yeah, it's just that's really brilliant. And then the second thing we watched rather a lot of quite recently is What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. Which is a series by FX, same people who do It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. Or the same company that, that publishes it and whatever and shows it. Produced by Taika Waititi as well. And yeah, um, and it's basically a mockumentary on vampires living in like Staten Island in the 21st century. Obviously, vampires supposedly live for hundreds of years so they've oh, they like moved do. all over and it's got a really good cast it's got Matt Berry it's got the guy from Phone Jacker mm. um, it's, it's, I cannot remember the rest of them but it's got some great guest stars in it as well it's got Mark Hamill in the second series yes yes he plays uh, one of the villains he plays a very Mark Hamill always plays a very villain you've got Nick villain. Kroll yeah I forgot about Nick Kroll being in it <laughs> in the nightclub yeah, yeah and it's yeah, got yeah. like random people who you don't think it will have it's got Tilda Swinson I can't remember her name but the one who's like the, the the guardian in the in, in in Doctor Strange she's like the guard she's like the gatekeeper oh, the, oh yeah the uh, Tilda the, Swinton the, yeah yeah the uh, the witch from the Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe yeah I really yeah, remember she's from. excellent um, it's uh, yeah it's it's basically brilliant so I already told Nathan what the topic is, but can you guess what it's about if you link vampires and serial um, killers together? I, I'm i going to just throw it out there, and I'm going to say it's about the hot film from the 90s, Free Willy. Uh, no. Oh. You couldn't have been... More right. You couldn't, you couldn't have been more right. That whale killed him. I know it did. That thing deserved to go. Um... No, I'm doing this on, on something I found on... It's a really good website. It's called All That's Interesting. Mm. It's history, science, and news. So, pretty much, you know, an intellectual like myself mm. uh, thoroughly enjoys this. It's and gross. this is about a fellow called Fritz Harman. And um, this is the this is what the article... Uh, the headline of the article is... Um, Fritz Harman was a popular butcher in 1920s Germany until they found out his meat was human. Ooh! What a twist. So, I'm just basically... This hasn't been very well put together, guys. This isn't really a report, so to say this is more me going over an article, but it's... I, re- I briefly went over it earlier. It's pretty fucking interesting. And nice. it's also quite horrible. So, if you don't like serial killers and stuff, then um, come back in... I don't know, 20 minutes and we'll probably be done with this. Um, <laughs> if you don't, uh, if you do, then strap in. Ooh. Get your seatbelts clicked. And remember, lock your doors and windows because there are serial killers about and it's a real thing. 
Yeah, uh, in fact, I can give some fun facts about that afterwards. So, nice. about modern day ones. So, for six years, Fritz Harman used his position as a police informant to hide in plain sight while he carried out at least 24 grisly murders as the Vampire of Hanover. Mm. See the vampire. The vampire, killer. yeah, the serial killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a picture of him. Adopting an early Hitler moustache. Yes, every everyone knows that bad people have hit moustaches. <laughs> Especially Hitler. In the 1920s, Fritz Harman was known as a successful seller of second-hand clothes and was beloved by housewives for his endless supply of cheap meat until they learned he harvested both of his products from slain runaway boys. Oh. Gross. Too much? Go, come back in 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. The people of his native Hanover all thought Fritz was something of an oddball, but friendly and certainly harmless. That's where they first went wrong, really. Even the police liked him, and he worked for them as an informant while he carried out a horrif horrifying killing spree right under their noses. Once his crimes were discovered, Harmon became notorious as the Vampire of Hanover, who killed his victims with a love bite that went straight through the windpipe also called the Butcher of Hanover, he ultimately confessed to nearly 30 murders, but the police suspected he killed dozens more. Oh my god. This guy's a real piece of shit. So he, he would bite people's necks, I guess. You, but is a love bite a real thing? Like he would just like suck their neck? Or is it like he would bite their throat? We'll find oh, out. Oh, sorry. Right? Yeah, sorry. Jumping the gun. So this is some history on, on uh, old Fritz and his early life. Apparently it was troubled. Um... Born in 1879 to a, a morose father known as Sulky Ole, he was, <laughs> he was <laughs> what a weird nickname. He was doted. <laughs> Sulky. On, he was doted on by his invalid mother. The youngest of six, he he um, he loved playing with dolls, wearing dresses, and avoiding other children, especially boys. In an effort to force his son to toughen up, Ole packed young Fritz off to the military school in the southern German city of Breisch. At the age of sixteen, although the boys enjoyed, although sorry, although the boy enjoyed his time together, after just a few months at school, he discovered that he had epilepsy. Dismissed from the school due to his condition, he worked in his father's cigar factory for a year before committing his first crime: sexually molesting young boys. Jesus, this isn't very nice. Um, captured and charged by the police, he was consigned to a mental asylum. After just six months in the asylum, he escaped and crossed the border to Switzerland. Very lax prisons back in the yeah. day. I suppose they're not much better now, really. While in Switzerland, he became engaged to a young woman named Erna Lowert. However, the short-lived engagement fizzled when she got pregnant and he returned to Germany in 1900 to complete his compulsory military service. So he got kicked out of the military for having epilepsy, mm. fiddled some kids, escaped prison, went to Switzerland... Got a got a um, a young woman pregnant, ran off, and then came back to do the military service. Now I feel like, at some of those points, he should have maybe been caught. Yeah. Yeah. So we're seeing a slight few things here. Mm. This episode is sponsored by Beer Fifty Two, by the way, <laughs> a superb beer delivery company. It's it's not, but we're just giving them a shout out. If you want to do it, do it. I'll but please, yeah, do sponsor it. us because these are some great beers. They are fantastic, and we'll have our sponsored segment around halfway through. <laughs> Due to his epilepsy and probable mental illness, Harmon was hospitalised for four months in 1901 and dismissed from the military in 1902. 
After his discharge, his father made repeated attempts to have him thrown back in the assignment permanently, in the asylum permanently, but Fritz managed to evade him every time. After leaving the military, Harmon first got by on his pension, which increased in 1904 when he was finally classed as disabled. Over the next decade, he supplemented his pension with petty crimes, burglaries and cons. Very young to have a pension. Mm. Maybe that's more like dis- uh, um, like benefits. Yeah. Unfortunately for teenage boys of Hanover, Harmon's crimes would escalate dramatically following the end of World War One. So basically, um, yeah, I don't know. This guy seems pretty dodgy, doesn't he? He's a very dodgy dude. Very dodgy. And there's a picture here, if you just want to have a quick look. Mm. And um, it says, in 1925, police finally investigated Fritz Harmon's home, including the stove, which he used to burn some of his victims' body parts. Ugh. By 1913, the police were fed up with his repeated crimes and threw the book at Harmon. Convicted of burgling a Hanover warehouse, he was tossed in a jail for five years, allowing him to set out of World War One. So, he got by pretty easy there. Yeah. Um, in jail, Harmon met 24-year-old pimp Hans Granz. Hans Granz. With whom he fell quickly in love. Upon their release, they took up residence together. Oh. Paroled in... Yeah, so there's a... Um, some early gay love in here. Yeah. Um, very, very. I mean, I don't think Germany was very forward, but no. you know, they were, they were, you know, prison mm. mates together. Um, paroled in 1918, as the German Empire was crashing spectacularly, he immediately took up two jobs. One was with a gang of smugglers. The other was as an informant for the Hanover Police, a position that would play a huge role in his next project. So. Clearly, everything's a fucking mess in Germany. Mm. He's he's been thrown into an asylum men- like multiple times for issues. He's diddled kids and escaped and just been let back in. Um, and then he's got one job with a gang of smugglers and the other is an informant to the police. So he's either very smart on being a snitch or the police are incredibly stupid. Yeah, I think the police were just very incredibly stupid, I, to be honest with you. I'm beginning to see that. In September 1918, 17-year-old Friedel Roche ran away from his home, disappearing into the back streets of Hanover. Um, sorry, it's pronounced Roche. When, or Rohe. When Rohe's father set out to find his son, he learned that young Friedel had been friendly with Harmon, who often took young boys over to his apartment for a bit of fun. Ooh. Yet when Rohe's father brought this clue to the authorities, the police were reluctant to interfere with their most valuable spy. He persisted in his inquests, and eventually they agreed to visit Harmon. There they found Herman in bed with a 13-year-old boy, but no sign of Friedel. All they could do under the laws of the time was arrest Harmon for indecency with a minor. That's all they could do. Jesus Christ. Harmon later pointed out the police couldn't have searched too thoroughly. Friedel Rohe's severed head had been tucked away behind the stove the whole time they were there. Ugh. What a freak. Mm-hmm. I feel like this next week's going to get even worse. Yeah, it's not pretty. Harmon was already well known as a black market butcher, popular among people in the area for his friendliness and his irresistibly affordable meat. By 1919, Germany was in dire economic straits and many families struggled to keep food on the table. As you remember, when we did our thing on... on, um, on um, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest, we were talking about how the, the, the German economy tanked so badly 
that you need like a wheelbarrow of money to afford a newspaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, remember that. Throughout the early 1920s, Harmon spent much of his time loitering around Hanover's train station, scouting for teenage boys to coax home with promises of food and comfort. Thousands of children were running away from home at this time due to post-war hardships, so we had plenty of victims to choose from. After feeding his victims, Harmon would kill them by biting through their windpipes in what he grotesquely called his love bite, before sexually molesting their dead bodies. Finally, he would dismember them, grinding their flesh into sausage meat or chopping them up into cutlets to be sold as beef or pork. Oh my god. This This guy guy is is fucked. This is horrifying. Yep. After butchering his victims, he dumped their remains into the nearby river, Lane. Um, So basically the police ignored him for a very long time. They didn't give a shit. For six years, while the police turned a blind eye on their favourite informants' activities, Harmon is believed to have murdered over 50 boys, Jesus often chosen Christ. by grands out of jealousy of some item of clothing of theirs. So this is some sick love, I wouldn't say love triangle, but this is some, this is some sick lovers here where his, his partner is basically saying, I really want that bit of clothing, so why don't you fucking murder them and and I'll take take the clothes clothes. and then I'll take the clothes that's horrifying and the whole time the police are like turning a blind eye to this essentially or they just don't want to upset him I'm not quite sure what he's informing them on but he might have just been doing it about smuggling stuff but either way the fact that he is selling people's body parts as meat yeah that's fucking terrifying horrifying like imagine you know like like that happening like Greg's. Like it would just be the worst. He became successful selling their clothes and their flesh, even as more parents descended on the city stalked by the vampire of Hanover, despite... Well, basically, they, they want to find their kids. So they went on to the discovery and trial after six years and an estimated 50 dead boys. So this guy's... He's, he's a spree killer. Yeah. This is one thing that yeah we learned because he isn't taking breaks. He just keeps going. Yeah, he's going. just going and going and going and going and going. Yeah, and obviously in in that time period, how you meant that could have been like ten in 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 a few weeks, and then yeah. he stops for a little bit, and then he goes on another spree. So during his trial, Harmon eagerly answered prosecutors' questions, even while he insulted witnesses, sneered at the court, and smoked cigars before receiving his death sentence. In May of 1924, he just doesn't give a shit. Basically, in May of 1924, the police were forced to turn their attention to Harmon when children discovered a skull on the banks of the line, the river, which is where he'd been throwing body parts. After several more skulls and skeletons were found, the river line was dragged. I think they mean drained, uncovering the bodies of at least 22 teenage boys or young men. So there's at least 22 bodies found in the river. The city of Hanover panicked and suspicion turned to Harmon thanks to his reputation for bringing runaway boys to his apartment. Duh. Fucking hell. Due to his status as a favourite informant, the Hanover police were deemed unfit to investigate him. So two detectives from Berlin arrived at the scene to take over the investigation. The Berlin detective soon found Harmon in a dark corner of a train station, attacking a teenager. He was thrown into jail, uh, where they went to search his apartment much more thoroughly than they did before when they when there was a, a head behind the stove. Yeah. 
Inside was a nightmarish scene. The walls and floor were stained all over with blood and more than 100 pieces of victims' clothing were found. Jesus. In custody, the vampire of Hanover was only too happy to confess to his crimes. When asked how many he'd killed, he casually replied, 30 or 40, I don't know. Later, he probably later he said he probably killed between 50 and 70. Jesus Christ. This guy's fucking horrible. However, police were only able to identify 27 of his victims from 1923 to 24 alone. So he killed 27 people in the, the space of 1923 to 24. And were unable to find dozens of others. Harmon was charged with multiple counts of murder and the trial date was quickly set. No shit. In court, Harmon smooched and insulted everyone present. Once looking at a photo of one missing boy, he shouted at the boy's grieving father that he could never have had anything to do with his child as he was far too ugly. Ugh. That guy makes me sick. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, this is a he- heavy, heavy, like, thing. But keep going. Nearly in time for a sponsor. Found guilty <laughs> of 24 out of 27 he was charged with. Harmon was swiftly sentenced to be decapitated by guillotine. Fucking good. On April the 15th, 1925. His lover... Granz, who often emotionally blackmailed Harmon into murdering particular children, was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, but the sentence would well. be later commuted to just 12 years. I think Guillotine was too nice on him. They should have, like, castrated him and then hung him from, like, the, I don't know, like, for the world to see. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, oh, people, oh, sick fuck. Well, it really grinds my gears. After his death, Fritz Harmon's head was preserved and given to the medical school of Göttingen. In 1925, the remains of his victims discovered in the rivers were buried in a mass grave in Stockenir Cemetery, which I still think is... That's, it sounds insensitive. It is, but obviously at the time the technology wasn't there. They couldn't match Identify it, DNA. Yeah. Whereas, I'm hope. I mean, I haven't fully read through this. It'd be nice if they dug them up, found out who they belonged yeah. to, and then gave them a proper burial. Yeah. You know? That would be nice. Mm. Though the people of Hanover eager to get past Harmon's horrifi- horrifying murders, his crimes inspired the German expressionist filmmaker Fritz Lang's classic thriller M in M. Both the police and criminals in a large German city hunt for a serial killer who preys on young children. So this, as it often does, mm. these people inspire popular culture or appear in it. Harmon and Hans Grand's grisly crimes had one other tragic effect, though. Although homosexuality was illegal in Germany at the time, it had been largely tolerated for some years. With the lurid stories of Harmon's sexual violence and Grand's sickening cruelty, a wave of homophobia swept through the country. As mm. the hearts of most Germans had uh, hardened towards the plight of gay men, the path was cleared for the latest campaign of murder against homosexuals carried out by the Nazis. Hans Granz, however, survived to the ripe old age, dying in Hanover in 1975. Decades later, in 2015, the medical school of Göttingen tired of storing Harman's preserved head and cremated it, though doing away with the traces of the butcher of Hanover. So, um, that's it. That's he got cremated and his lover survived a very, a very long life. After only doing 12 years in prison. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. That's horrifying. 
It is horrifying. Made me feel very uneasy during that. But it's like it's very it's in- interesting in a sense as well. Well, this I mean? is Not. all. You know, this is stuff which is, I mean, it's it's fucking horrible, but it's also you know it's like those one of those things where he clearly took advantage of so many mm. scenarios and did things. But I mean, there's so many horrifying things in that, in the fact that he was selling his victims' body parts as meat. Yeah. You know, ugh. Very, very creepy. In fact, actually... There's a chance in proof that he could have sold some of his... Some of those boys' meats to the parents, parents who's the gone missing. Children, yeah. So that's pretty that's nasty. Pretty horrible. Um, but again, uh, I guess at the time the, the the death penalty was a thing. But I, I mean, um, it's a shame in a sense because you can't learn from him because that's what we've learned from mine hunters. Imagine interviewing yeah. someone like that, a proper sicko, and then you'd be able to understand exactly why they did it and what compulsed them. Yeah. Just throw him away for life. Yeah. After that, and just you know throw away the key because I mean, at twenty three. Out of, oh, sorry, it was 22 out of 24. You know, mm. that's 20, 20 something life sentences. You'll never get out of prison. You'll yeah. never, ever escape. Like, that's it. You're yeah. done. You're so, gone. I think it's a shame, but that is the tale of the uh, the vampire of Hanover. Mm. Um, pretty fucked up. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, because this isn't an unsolved mystery, this is pretty, pretty shut and, and mm. closed, but I mean, it's a, a huge shame that. Also, by doing this, he set back the the rights of well, gay rights. Yeah, I mean, in, not right, that, especially in Germany. Even though, even at the time, I still feel like like at the time globally, it still wasn't tolerated. But it's a shame that that probably uh, was a driving force it, for Hitler as well. Like, well, I think I think it was probably a big a big thing which like helped them make a persuasion as to why that why yeah. gay people shouldn't be a well you know whatever not that that's even a remotely normal argument yeah. to have but um yeah god what a what a thing i mean i love reading about a, a serial killer mm. but this guy was super fucked up very very but very again it feels the i mean i could something like that happen now I don't know. I don't think I, so. Yeah, no, I think I you read a lot about a lot of these older things and it's like with modern technology and with surveillance, it seems less and less likely that these things could ever mm. happen. But, but again, you don't do, know. Though. They still do. Like things like, not, maybe not as like extreme, like in the sense of like ripping people's throats out and like doing it for in like massive sprees like that. But there are definite like things like, you know, people there are still people that would do things like that now and have thoughts about doing it. Even, like, thoughts about it is pretty fucking sick, to be honest with you. And there's obviously, like, nonsense and things like that, and, like, like paedophiles and stuff that, like, do groom children. It's, 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 it still happens now, which is really shit, which is horrifying. Well, this is just from a very quick Google, but it says, um, basically... Some some recent research in the UK suggests that there are at least two unidentified active serial killers at the country at any one time. Jesus. In the UK, Jesus. but you are talking about a country with a population of seventy million yeah. people. So I mean, your chances of running into them are quite slim. But be careful. If you came to listen to this podcast for good laughs and a bit of joy, you have been let down today. <laughs> but 
in America, you want to be a bit more careful because there's basically estimated that there could be as many as one in every state at, at one given That's time. That's like 52. Well, around that, it says um, there are probably many more. Conservatively, forensic so- uh, psychologists and crime statisticians um, uh, estimate that there are between 30 and 50 serial killers active and free in the US at any given time. Holy Christ. Uh, that's a lot. That's an incredible amount. That's too many. Um, but yeah, that's a bit of quick, fun serial killer trivia for you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, guys, uh, I, I, if you enjoyed this, uh, please let us... Obviously, we know a lot of you personally, so let us mm. know what you think about that. I personally love a bit of true crime. Yeah. Uh, this was as, quite as, close as, to the bone. I think the thing I think the thing with it is, is that like, obviously, normally our, our podcast goes for this kind of like more like airy kind of vibe of like, oh, sick, like we let's have a bit of joke to things. But it is always like kind of good to get down to realism. It's quite hard to joke about this. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't really joke about it at all. No. But. I couldn't think of anything very funny to say. I mean, no. However, actually, I was going to say while you were reading it was so my I played D and D last night and I, there, there's a link. There is a link. There is a link, is there? Uh, so we had a new player who was a vampire, and the uh, the the little villain for our session uh, was this guy that sold human meat and killed like loads of people and sold human meat, which I found out was really strange. A bit of a glitch in the matrix there. But, uh, yeah, no, it's not, it's not a joke about, you know, it's a very serious, very serious thing. It's very, uh, it's very hard to kind of move on from. So anyway, now we get into our sponsored segment of the show this week. And that's right, kids. <laughs> We've got something very interesting for you. Beer 52. Now, this isn't an exclusive code. You just have to go onto their website. If you go onto the Beer 52 website. And it's not exactly a sponsor as we just really like it. No. Okay, for five ninety five, you can get essentially eight beers and a snack and a cool book on beer yeah. for free, excluding post and packaging. Now, I had this thing; it's been popping up on my Instagram loads for the past few weeks. Our friend thinking, did it. Our friend did it, but I didn't do it because of him. <laughs> I don't do anything that Robbie says. I thought, right, I'll have a quick look at this, and. Um, yeah, it's it's really fucking good. Mm. I I ordered it yesterday. Um, we're recording this right now on a Tuesday. I ordered it yesterday around lunchtime on Monday, just because I thought, well, it would be quite interesting to mm. just try some new beers that I I haven't had before. And also, the at the price they're at, it's way cheaper than me going to a shop and getting them. So and again delivered to my door, which you know it's becoming more and more of a thing now. So. Um. Yeah, I basically just signed up for it and got them through today. And you just had a a kind of a dark Trappist beer. I did. It was very good. It was it was it was like a bit like really tastes like honey. It was the one of the key ingredients of that was a bit of honey. It was honey very fruity. And, and, yeah, some it was dark, like, uh, some fruits. Yeah, some dried fruit. Um, but it was like really quite sweet and quite nice. It was it was very heavy though. Like you couldn't have more than maybe like two or three of them. You sound like that serial killer about those boys. <laughs> you can't say that. So pretty heavy. You could only have two or three. You can't say that. 
Anyway, the biz. <laughs> the biz. Thank you for finally clarifying it. <laughs> the biz. Uh, they uh, they were really uh, yeah. They were lovely. Yeah. I had a light golden Trappist beer. Now Trappist beers are famously brewed by well, they're brewed in like in monk monasteries. Mm. And uh, you did tell me that earlier, and I got very intrigued by that. Well, maybe another topic another week will be about Trappist. I might do that for the next episode. You could do. How are they brewed? Friar Tuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I keep the bees, and the bees keep me. Um, but yeah, this beer fifty two thing. Um, I mean, they're not sponsoring us, but maybe if enough of you say thanks, General Rant for uh, shout yeah. for suggesting us to at beer fifty two, maybe they'll take enough mm. notice of us. And like I said, guys, it's five ninety five for eight beers and a snack. Yeah, and I well, I can't wait to have my pa- jalapeno puffs later. Ah, uh, the jalapeno puffs. They 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 sound absolutely delicious. Um, and obviously, like they're nice, weighty beers. They're they're good beers. Yeah, you don't need to have like, go sit through like a crate of Carlsberg or like a crate of like Heineken or something like that at night. As you, you get older, I think you but maybe find you enjoy beers that are a bit bit more pricey sometimes. Not in this case, but a bit different. Yeah, and it's more of a treat rather than oh I'm, I you know I don't want to mm. have Carlsberg with my dinner. That's very true. Well, you go to like um, you want to have a beer that pairs with what yeah. you're eating. Yeah, but you go to like pubs and things like that, and like I'll tend to normally like go. Oh, do you know, what? like if if I've got the money for I'll it, have a, I'll have a doom bar. No, I have a doom bar. I'll go for a doom. No, like you know, like you, you get like different ales and things. Like why well, like um the pub near us? Uh, what's it called? Cardigan Arms. Cardigan yeah, Cardigan Arms. Because they do all like ales and and different things like that, and their pale ale is really really good. Um, Frambois. Frambois. I'm not really a big fan of Frambois. Like, Stouts. We had it at the first night I came to Leeds, he gave me a frambois. And I liked it for about half the pint, but then it got too much because I had that pie. And I was like... Mm. You had the Pie Minister pie. Yeah, the Pie Minister pie. Um, so yeah, anyway, sponsor over. You like a Pie Minister pie, that's amore. I'd love a pie. Mm. Anyway, um, we're going to move on now to our next segment. Uh, and uh, that segment this week, folks, is called... Old house, new tenants. What are they doing? <laughs> I knew you. I, I didn't know we were gonna weasel this one in. Oh, uh, can I tell the story? Because I I, 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 wanted to tell it from my point of view. You it's may. Quite funny, if that's okay. You may absolutely. Nathan so- Ambrose. <laughs> so we we've been having this problem uh, with 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 uh, some some bills issue at the moment, uh, and uh, Callum's been re- uh, you know quite amazingly trying to sort it out uh, dealing with some incredibly stupid people um, on their customer service team and I can't really hate Avro on Energy yeah fuck you yeah and um, so they basically were like oh you need to get the, the meter readings so uh, we, we were kind of like well we don't live in that house anymore we've moved out and things but we had to go over there today, uh, and uh, Ka- I was on the phone to my mum, and I just like look over, and Callum's like frantically writing this note, and I'm like, "You alright?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'm just writing this note. I'm gonna just in case they don't pick up." And I was like, "Okay, okay, that's fine." We'll go- but we both went. We both knocked on the door, and this this lovely girl 
came outside and uh, it was one of the most awkward things that we've ever had to do, I think, where a, a Callum was... Sh- like, we were both shitting ourselves, but I've never seen Callum in, a, in such a fit of panic walking over to our old house to go ask some random people if we could get them to do the meter readings. Excuse me, I wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> yeah. That's my side of it. Well, and then we just we gave a knock yeah. on that door. A rat-a-tat-tat. <laughs> a rat-a-tat-tat. I opened the door. Hello, what's your name? We didn't say that. <laughs> we didn't say that, did we? Uh, no, we, we get their name. But, we gave them yeah, our so names. So at the minute, guys, we are holding out hope. We gave them Nathan's number, and we said, yes. Look, if you do this, we'll get you a bottle of Voddy, which they very. she seemed quite insistent that she didn't want that. But, um, you know, regardless, if they do us a favour here... Then they can any drink of their choice, like that's it. Up to know. twenty pounds. I'm not spending any more than that. I would say it's twenty one pound ninety nine. Uh, I'm doing that, mate. I'm oh. not made of money. I'm made of beer whore. I'm beer, beer fifty two. <laughs> beer whore. <laughs> beer whore. No beer. No, don't worry. I'm thinking about something else. So that's uh, that's our newest segment, and we'll catch you up next week, or maybe next episode. It could be less than a week of. Um, Oh. They might never even get back to us, and we might they be will a, we're living in a billless life. Well, they better be get, Well, no, because if they don't, I'm, you know, I, then I I would be very unappreciative of it. Yeah, I, I'd be a bit upset. She seemed really nice, so. I, like, I think, but I don't blame them because the old place is so creepy. Then in our in our basement, it was full of spiders. Spiders. It was a very creepy basement. From well, I think every episode we brought up the basement. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> an ood a spider um, so yeah um, that's our that's our newest segment um, I'll try and come up with a theme tune for that next week <laughs> using my new keyboard and, <laughs> and um, this is when we're moving on to our next segment which is called what have you watched read or listened to uh, and it goes a little bit like this I'll do the. Are you do. I thought you were gonna do the music. I'll do the theme tune and then like you this. do the li- and then you do the lyrics for it. So it goes. What have you been watching? What have you been reading? What have you been listening to? That's a little drum roll at the end. <laughs> Nathan, what have you been? Um, uh, watching, reading, and listening to was that what you were about to say? Yeah, other than the things we've already spoken about. Um, so I've been watching a lot of Futurama because it comes off of Amazon Prime um, at the end of the month. And I was like, oh, I, I started watching it a few months ago again because I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. And I was like, oh, I was, I've actually really enjoyed every episode. Like, there's, I don't think there's really been an episode of Futurama that I've kind of been like, oh, that's a bit lame. Um, on the, like, the rewatch. Uh, and. Well, I haven't been really watching anything else. Like I think other than like the Mindhunter stuff and things like that, we watching a lot of um, uh, like eight out of ten cats does countdown, as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the YouTube uh, little clips they do, and we watched a lot of that today as well. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Are we going to talk about Harley Quinn? Yeah. Do you want to lead the way? Yeah. So me and Callum. So uh, what's this? Um, this uh, other podcast that we like, Miss Sunday Movies. Um, and um, oh well, the Weekly Planet. Sorry, they do. Uh, they did. A, they did one about the Harley Quinn animated uh, show that came out last year. I want to say, and um, we decided to watch because it it's on Channel Four, 
and it is probably my favourite animated programme I've watched in a long, long, long time. Like a cartoon animated kind of thing, like for superheroes and stuff. Um, but no, that was, it was incredible. Like the, the characters in it were so well done. They did Poison Ivy amazing. Like Poison Ivy was the best character in that. And uh, they made Kite Man look cool for a hot sec, um, mm -hmm. which was very uh, uh, hard to do because Kite Man is incredibly shit. And that's really all I've been watching. Listening to, I've been listening to, uh, I listened to a lot of the Black Keys this week uh, during my shower times. Cool. Um, but other than that, not much. I haven't read much, apart from the player's handbook for Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. If that counts. What about yourself? Um, so, um, in terms of watching, um, yeah, we watched that new Harley Quinn thing, which is, is really good. Really fun story, and it's, I think it's also just nice because it's like it just doesn't care about making fun of their of characters and stuff, which no. is I feel like very it's nice that it's not taken so seriously. And I'm definitely going to rewatch it, yeah, and watch the new season as soon as I can watch it. Well, they did yeah. Batman and Jim Gordon's relationship like so differently to the normal way that it is. They basically did the, the, the very tired. Uh, chief detective in Gotham is basically having like marital problems yeah <laughs> sleeping with his wife sleeping with somebody else and all this sort of stuff so that's great um, I've also been watching Spaced um, oh the uh, the, the, the old Simon Pegg and Simon Nick Frost Pegg, yeah. TV series um, or just beginning to watch that anyway um, uh, people just do nothing um, I watched a few episodes of that about the uh about basically the, like the pirate radio oh is it a corrupt fm yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> shut down the system yeah um i fucking love that and i watched a few really good little videos on youtube from copper 90 which is the football channel um and they've got Adam from Man Vs. Food. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Back in the day, you'd be getting ready for your dinner and it would be some frozen some frozen oven food and then you'd be watching this Man Vs. Food thing and you'd be like, I need more! I need more! This, this burger needs to be in a wrap with with 16 tins of beans and cheese and then, I'll, and then it needs to be deep fried and then I'll eat it. That's how that show used to make me feel. Yes. But he started doing, Adam Richmond has started doing a thing with him where he goes to like famous footballing clubs all around the world and tries to call Zine out that's native to that city. And he does them from all over. Like It's not just a thing where he's going to like London and he's going to some Michelin-style restaurant. He's going to like, there's one in Napoli. Um, there's one in Morecambe in the UK. And if mm. anyone knows where that is, then, you know... It's shit. Yeah. Um, but he makes it seem very appealing. Like, after watching that, I was like, Morecambe ain't that bad. Morecambe ain't so, that bad. I've been watching that as well, which has been really fun to watch. It's like a different kind of cultural thing. Um, in terms of reading, I've been reading emails from an energy company who don't know what they're talking about. That's what I've been reading. That's all I've been reading. Um, I haven't been reading a great deal recently, in truth. Other than just, you know stories about serial killers on the internet yeah and about it's, two pages um further than you are at the very beginning of this podcast uh into 1984 I believe. Uh, maybe i don't know <laughs> probably not um in terms of what i've been listening to um i've been smashing the tame impala 
wow. uh, albums. More, more specifically, the second one, uh, Lonerism. I am just deep. I'm trying to get more, like trying to improve my bass. Mm. And they've got some like really good bass lines on that album, so I've been doing a lot of that. Um, since this uh, came out, uh, Phoebe Marshall, she's yes. uh, my 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 friend. She's brought out a, a smashing single, which is worth it. Uh, worth well worth li- listening to. Um, Gone is gone. I've listened to their newest single as well. Mm. But that's like a super group made up of Mastodon. Queens of the Stone Age, and I think it's also, uh, I think it's Dillinger Escape Plan members. So it's kind of it's a very cool little project. I've enjoyed this. Big names. Um, EOB, yep. Ed O'Brien. He's yep. the one of the guitarists from Radiohead. He's got a solo project, and that's nice. been really cool to listen to. Um, and other than that, I've just been listening to a lot of um, a lot of podcasts really. Um, and enjoying them as well. Um, it's been it's been really good. Um, a quick few artists I've also been listening to Pond, who are like basically Tame Impala V two, uh, Daft Punk as per usual, and um, our boys Eads. Eads, they're cool. They've got our new EP yes. as well, which is lovely. So yeah, that's about it for me. Um, Think that's about that's about us for the podcast. Yeah, that's about this week. us for today. Um, but as per usual, you can find us on Instagram at the General Rant. We're on Facebook, General Rant Podcast. You can mail us. Uh, I mean, not actually physically mail us, although we can do that if anybody really wants to send a letter. Yeah, we could do birthdays. And <laughs> uh, and that's at at uh, so well. If you just want to do uh, email us something, General Rant Podcast at gmail um, we don't have a Twitter because there's not really any point um, but yeah if you want to send us anything or you know I don't know money would be nice send us money or sponsorship ideas yeah we'll sponsor you... anything well not anything but we'll sponsor certain things and when you when we say sponsor we'll just give give them a shout out because uh, I don't have the money to give you money for sponsors no a sponsorship give us money oh I you thought you said we sponsor. No. I thought you meant we sponsor them. I was like, oh no. I was like, why are you shouting that out? That's a stupid idea. But no, give us money. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, um, thank you so much, guys. And have a wonderful week, whatever you're doing. And yeah. um, we'll speak to you soon. Adios, amigos. Outro music. Boom, boom. See you later, the general run is over. See you on the flip and the flop, where everybody wants to go away. Away! <laughs> <laughs>